Hi, this is David Olamsky, and welcome to the Parshan 5, where we give you five minutes, count them, five minutes of insight into the local Parsha. And this week's local Parsha, as opposed to the Express Parsha, yeah, is Vayetze. And of course, this is the dramatic story of the development of the Jewish people, wherein Yaakov goes into Gullis, and uh, he goes by Lovin, one of those crooked guys in all of Tanakh. And he sees Rachel, and he knows he's, he's going to have children with her, and, uh, and uh, he wants to marry her. And she says, listen, you seem like a very nice fellow. She was, she was young. You, know, you seem like a very nice fellow, but you seem like a very nice boy. You know, he was, uh, in fact, 77 at the time, and she was uh, a little girl. So he says, uh, you know, you seem like a very nice uh, boy, uh, <laughs> 77-year-old man. And who says age difference is a problem? And uh, he says, the only thing is, my dad will never let it. You know, he'll, he'll make me, you know, my older daughter marry first. So he says, yeah, I am his brother. Says Rashi, yeah. If he's an honest man, so then I'm the son of Yitzchak and I'm an honest man. And if he's a Ramai, if he's a trickster, I'm a bigger trickster than he is. I'm a bigger Ramai. Yikes. This is Yaakov, the Ish Emes. Emes the Yaakov. Yaakov does everything for Emes and he's bragging to this girl that I'm a bigger liar and cheat than your dad? I don't know, is that the way to win the hearts of of a young lady? <laughs> Should be bragging about all your wonderful me doesn't how terrific you are as opposed to bragging about that. That's number one. Number two is he obviously wasn't. You know, in modern Hebrew, when you say, you know, I spelled it out in black and white, the expression they use is Rachel Bitcha Katana because Yaakov did everything he could to make it clear. I want Rachel not some Rachel from the Shuk, your daughter Rachel, and not if you change Leah's name to Rachel, I'm telling you, Bitchaktana, and it didn't help. Uh, Lovin managed to switch it anyway, in spite of all of his precautions. So you weren't as big a Ramai as he was. So what do you mean? So Yaakov is saying something much deeper. He's saying, if he's a Ramai, I'm a bigger Ramai than he is. You know why? because I'm going to be honest and let him take advantage of me. If he wants to be honest, he has the schus to be the Zayda of Kal And if he wants to be a crook, I'm sneakier than he is, because I'm going to be honest. And he's going to do every shtick he can do against me, so that at the end, when I say to Rachel and Leah, Let's go. They say, well, he's never been a father to me. So I say, if God says leave, let's leave. There's nothing for us here. And when Lovin chases after his children and grandchildren with an army, and he looks at his grandchildren cowering in fear before him, he suddenly realizes he had the chance to be something great, and he lost it. And so when he says at the end to Yaakov, the sheep are my sheep, the daughters are my daughters, the children are my children, and everything is mine, the words ring hollow. It could have been true. But he let himself take uh, advantage of Yaakov. And at the end, 
he's the one who lost out. As that dramatic scene at the end of Mary Poppins where the little boy puts the coin in his father's hand and he says, here's the tuppence, father. I hope that makes everything all right. And the father realizes he's lost everything over two pence. That's a tuppence, two pence. And Lovin suddenly has to confront the fact that he could have been someone great in history and he gave it up for small, selfish motivations. Be great. We have that opportunity. Let's understand that going into this Shabbos and everyone should make the most of it. Chavis.